So where did you first see me play? Uh, at Cheer Ups. It was at Carrie's show. Um, Solo? No, no, I no, had No, you had the band, right, yeah. Right. I saw Carrie's and there was like not a lot of people there. And then after the, that, after she got done, you started loading in. I was like, okay, this is going to be really cool. And then like the whole place just got packed. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is going on here? This is the most amazing thing. And then like your band's amazing. And yeah, like your drummer, he's insanely bombastic bass player's great and then you were just like killing it and then like i thought the night couldn't get any better and then <laughs> for the next act you were playing violin i was just like oh my gosh like i sh i should just give up on life now i'm never gonna get anywhere close to that so but yeah so i'm very thrilled to have you on this show would you like to start us off with one sure um can, can this actually be a little louder in my headphones? Yeah. Um, all right, it has the buzz. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this song is called People. Thank you so much. That is great. 
Fabulous. And that was uh, for your uh, Tiny Desk contest video, yeah. which I hope you win. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I saw you guys, you know, and I was just like, I'm, I'm giving up on music now. Like, no one can do it better than you guys. Uh. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, it's really amazing. Um, that was kind of a last-minute decision. Um, there was a couple other groups uh, that I saw doing it, and then this group that I play strings with, he wanted to do it, and I, he was like, you should do this. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. When is it due? He's like, this Sunday. So uh, I managed to get those really busy rhythm section players to come to my house and just kind of record it one yeah. afternoon. Yeah, it was cool. I'll definitely have it in the show notes. Um, for those of you who also don't know how amazing Elisa Grace is, um, I'm going to just run the list of all the amazing things you do. You toured with Tito and Tarantula in the summer slash fall of 2017. And you were interviewed by Vox Amps in Germany. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Just, <laughs> just trying out the new Continental here. Um, you play keys, violin, viola, mandolin, and percussion. Um, you were the musical director for Songs for Standing Rock, which is currently in its fifth volume. Now, that's what I call music. Um, that's not actually the title of the volume. Um, <laughs> and then on top of, like, all this amazing stuff, you also play viola with Lolita Lin, which was really, really good. Um, you know, that was just mind-blowing to see. Yes. Uh... So she goes on tour with me with Tito's band. And oh, she does? She does. She okay. Plays, she plays bass. I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, we just came back from El Paso uh, recording an album with Tito and, or, you know, as much as we could in five days. <laughs> and uh, it was wonderful. It was a beautiful experience out there. Uh, and then, just like my musical experience, uh, Lola's has been ever-changing, too, as far as instrumentation. So um, she had me play viola for her group, which is, I think, a new thing for her to have, like, a, a horn and viola, which I, what I think you saw. Yeah, yeah, church. it was horn, viola. Her, she was playing guitar, and then you guys had a bass player. Like, no drummer. <laughs> right. Yeah, we had our iPod. He's one yeah. of the band members. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to feed him. That's really cool. I, I had no idea. So, and then let's, uh, let's talk about the album you've got coming up because yeah. that's dropping April 27th. Um, digital release. Digital release. Where did you guys record that? Um, so I, <laughs> I recorded most of it, um, bass and drums basically at, um, Leche House, which is in Buda, which is Beto Martinez's, um, uh, shindig out there, Leche House, um, and that was a year ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I had this crazy idea. I thought I was gonna record a song every month, and by this time next year, I'll have twelve songs, and that was not <laughs> gonna yeah, happen. Life happens. <laughs> so uh, it's what it is now, and I have new songs on it, which I'm happy about. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of been in the works. I've recorded mo most of all the, ro the key parts at my house because I have a Rhodes there. And yeah. It's in pretty good shape, so I can just hook it up, and sometimes it might give me a buzz like this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you, like, treat it right, maybe it won't. Um, 
and uh, yeah, oh, and then just various friends, uh, kind of, we're all collaborating in our own space, uh, physically recording mm-hmm. and stuff, and then kind of bringing it together as far as, I guess I'm producing it. So. Okay, just yeah. sending tracks and stuff. Yeah. Right on. And and how does this keyboard relate? I mean, well, how does it compare to uh, the original Rhodes, you know? I don't know yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know yet. I've literally had it for like a week. Um, okay. And I played two gigs on it, and then I found the basic things that I needed. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really explored it. I plan to like sit there and watch like the Korg intro videos yeah. online that are like 20 minutes or yeah. four of them they're intense yeah you know I, but i need to sit there and like okay like that's how you do that because it's all it's not like um the yamaha or like that keyboard that's not like press a button you got like five million different things you can yeah mess with yeah right on um yeah so um and so you you had drums and recorded drums and uh, bass recorded in Buda. Was where was the trumpet recorder? Do you have any of that on the album? Uh, Not trumpet up. Uh, flute? flute and sax. Yeah. Yes, uh, flute. That was recorded in a friend's house who now lives in Amsterdam. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's wonderful because musically, I feel like we've all kind of built this bridge as far as still being able to work with each other, even though we live in different parts of the world and really extremely happy with outcomes and respect, you know, each other's craft. And it's just kind of cool that we can still collaborate and not be in the same city. Although that is easier. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to send, like, I'm sure it takes a handful of emails back and forth, like, no, you did the part wrong here. Right, like and that. also everybody's life, you know yeah. what I mean? That just gets yeah. away. It's like, yeah. Right on, right on. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Something about the album, something amazing. Um, why don't we talk about uh, songs for Standing Rock? Did you actually end up going to Standing Rock, or you just I did not. Made the album? There was a group of ladies in Austin who are amazing musicians. One of them being Phoebe Hunt, um, and she kind of made this call and reach out to people who were willing to like, mostly musicians, to contribute music mm-hmm. to this. You know. Um, Compilation, Compilation, yes. A combination. Yeah. Uh, This compilation album and just see if we can, like, raise money by selling the the albums. And she did, and it was a really wonderful experience to see. I mean, we all just happened to be female. Uh, You know, when she made the call, it wasn't like... Yeah. But we were all working, some kind of working artists and, like, making our dreams happen. And this was just... uh, To see it organized, because... You know, those are great ideas that people have about making money or, like, how to do things right. But to actually get together with people and, like, okay, you're doing this part. Yeah, you know, And really. that'll ever change. And, you know, we're all in the same email together. Yeah. And, like, there's just chains and chains and chains. But, you know, you do your part and you make it work. Um, I was the one um, basically just downloading them to the um we what do we use tune core 
Um, okay. Yeah, you know, like that that tedious work, just yeah. being okay. This sounds, you know, this will sound okay on headphones or speakers, and yeah, right just on. kind of getting it out there. I mean, I know um, that that was so. That was over a year ago. Yeah, the last one was, uh, yeah, February twenty seventeen. Yeah, year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's you know. Hey, it's not a trend or anything. I think it's just more of like the type of awareness that goes around as far as like nipping something in the bud as far as like, okay, there's, there's people, it's aware, people are aware of this now. And like, yeah. this is how they can contribute because of the way they live. You know, we don't live near Standing Rock or anything like that. Um, although, you know, people made the trek up there, but you know, well, you know, you choose your battles and this is how we can help yeah. as far as how we live here in Austin. Totally. Well, that's cool. Well, would you like to play us another tune? Uh, sure. Let me think. Um, if you need one, you could do Sun Save. I, cool. I will do Sun Save. That's Let's like, that. that's my favorite one. All time. <laughs> that was cool. Um, recording this. Take it all in, we got sunshine I Take a deep breath, it's all here I Take a step back, you can see more clearly hey, I Take it all in, we got so In sunlight saved me window peeking through my mind it took me right out of sight again and took me in flight Seated, buckled, and let's go. I took me right out of sight again. Take it all in, we got sunshine. I take a step back, it's all here. I take a deep breath, you can see more clearly. Hey, I take it all in, we got so and sunlight broke through. 
Thank you so much for that. That seems like one of those songs that, I mean, that is a road song, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't remember uh, how I came about this song. I had this Rhodes in my house for a long time, so I've been taking it for granted, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, so that, you know, um, it was definitely a lot of these songs were written on that instrument, the Rhodes, um, because that's what I have in my house and it's way more in tune than my piano. <laughs> and I'm not, I mean, you know, I like to be on this keyboard. I'm now realizing now that I'm playing it more, um, the keys are not what I thought. Yeah, I think the Rhodes has a real unique feel. I've only yeah, played but... one once, but it seems like like modern like electronic keyboards they they just kind of miss it because they're trying to do like the piano thing like the you know standard weighted key piano and so right. it's like they kind of they kind of miss it like i saw there's one that they had for sale at uh switched on off cesar chavez so i've heard so much about that place uh, i hear you can like bring your recording setup in $25 an hour hook up to any instrument they have and just record. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, the gears are spinning now. Yeah, well, they have a Rhodes and, and yeah, it's just like you just touch it and you instantly, you know, that's the feeling. So it's, Yeah, it's, it's magical. Pretty, yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> How long have you had the Rhodes? Have you, have you played Rhodes for a while? Not or? really. I just, I grew up playing piano. Okay. Uh, and then I was in the orchestras. Uh, you know, starting, I was born and raised in Austin. Okay. And um, I started in the orchestras at age 11. I was a viola, and I just stuck with it through college, through high school and college. And, um, but I've always been playing piano. There's always been lots of um, opportunities for me to get my hands on. And uh, so I... I was kind of a snob about playing on, like, I was like, I need a real piano to play on. Um, until uh, at UT, I was in a jazz combo, and they were like, my TA was like, you got to play it on this keyboard. And I was like, meh. Um, and it was a wonderful setting. He had us, I mean, a jazz combo for, like, you know, a college-aged kids, and I think we were playing The World is a Ghetto. Okay. Um, which is by War. Yeah. Um, 
So that was a wonderful experience. So I got to fall in love with that instrument then. And then um, I want to say like three years ago, uh, a friend needed this uh, out of his way because he was changing jobs and moving houses and he didn't have... Um, oh, what a shame. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I can rent it from you until you need it back. Yeah. Here's, you know, $50. And uh, so, yeah, um, I've just kind of had it Ever since. Yeah, ever since. So it's been like three years, yeah. Right on. Which is great, because that's when I really started digging into writing. And stuff. Yeah, is that, is that I'm, I'm assuming all of your album was, was written on that Rhodes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, there's a couple songs that I don't have uh, online yet that were written... Uh, with another uh, woman named Ursula, and she, we sang a lot of harmonies, and we did a lot of Afro-Cuban music together, okay. which is just percussion and vocals and dance. Yeah, you're uh, but on there's like no the melodic... Afro-Cuban connection or something, right? Um, it's the uh, collective. Collective, collective. <laughs> Um I have not participated in it for a while, but they still um, have meetings in Austin, and it's to learn about rumba and dance in the percussion around it. Uh, but so we just got really familiar as vocalists together and in harmony. And so we wrote a couple songs that you'll hear on the album. Cool. Uh, together. Right on. And are we, where are you going to be distributing said album? So everybody knows where to get it. So I'm using this wonderful, um, company called DistroKid. Okay. And, yeah, so they're awesome, and I'll have it on all those main platforms, Spotify. um, iTunes and all of that. iTunes and all that. Um, But I haven't really made any goals. I thought this was going to be a physical release. I really wanted to have it by then, but I'm just going to chill out, spread (laughs) over my time, be like, release, physical release will be some other day, or maybe it'll just, you know, I finally have merch. Because that's, I feel like what this is about is, I've had these so- been sitting on these songs for a while, and I've moved on to new songs, and I just really want a way to document the songs that I've been performing. For yeah, the last have year. it on for prosperity, <laughs> so that somebody knows you existed and you put out an amazing album. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. I, I, I had an album of mine which I didn't even release. I just was like, I want to have this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think a lot. Of, you know the trend is more kind of digital and then like also vinyl i guess people aren't doing cds as much which is a shame because i really want to expand my cd collection i have a lot of cds my car's auxiliary plug is broken right now so i'm like rocking a bunch of cds oh yeah back back to the old days do you prefer uh i guess doing your own thing or versus collaborating like which do you kind of i love to collaborate that's I um, have been playing with other people and other musicians and ensembles and projects yeah. since I was. It's always been like a very com- community oriented, but also like like today I had a rehearsal at a church uh, for a church gig for Easter tomorrow, <laughs> and I'm not used to not used to that setting. Yeah, um, and I haven't been in an orchestra setting in a while. On top of that. 
Um, so it's just like kind of realizing that people communicate this thing, music, a different way. We try to put a language to it, which is like academic, what you learn in school maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, everybody still kind of ha- kind of has their own way of communicating it. And I feel like I'm a good person to like try and figure out like what they mean. <laughs> and like be MD and like this is what they want. Um, yeah. Or maybe that's just my interpretation. But yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you're a good interpreter. You, <laughs> so, um, I guess you, do you like then just, yeah, interpreting as opposed to calling the shots? <clears throat> so it was new. It was very new for me to be a front man, front woman. Yeah. Um, because I was so used to being part of an ensemble, part yeah. of a group. I loved being part of a group. Didn't have to call any shots, like you said. <laughs> no, I and like that's that too. It, <laughs> that's what it started being is like the when I recorded at Leche House, I was like, oh, uh, okay, <laughs> you know that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you forget like you you gotta have like some kind of I don't know. Uh, but yeah, as you do it more, I think the more specific your ear gets, and you kind of know what you want, and yeah, the more you do it. Right on. Well, would you like to play us out? Uh, sure. Let me think of a song. I'm trying to... Th- Let me see. Um, uh, let me see. I've been working on some Stevie songs, but I don't think I'm going to do that today. <laughs> Uh, okay. This is a short one. Right on. Um, this is a collaboration I did with people I don't even know, and it came out to be a beautiful song, and <laughs> now there's this connection across the U.S. and across the Atlantic. Um, it's really short.
write things down And now I don't make a sound About it Where's that habit? I must have forgot about it I'll set myself up and Not even know my stance Seems unattainable That's why I'm staying full to do makes me grow in chasing the blues I know the sound of it makes you scream a bit the impossible unattainable oh Big thank you to Elisa Grace for being on the show. You can check out her album, The Power of Roots, on April 27th at all online retailers. She'll also be having a release party at Stay Gold. It starts at 10 p.m. on April 27th. Tara and Corbin's Adventure Cast is produced by me, Corbin Young, and recorded at Pocket Knife Audio, Austin, Texas. Know something about Austin, or if you have a better name for the show in mind, feel free to drop me a line at TaraAndCorbin at gmail.com. Next month, it's Wayne's World meets Folk Punk. Join me then for my interview with Fire Ant Season. Thanks. <laughs>